Now listen to this. We praise. We praise. Your name. We praise. We Ah, yes. Your name. We praise.
we give you all the in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Anyway, tonight we'll be going straight to the word of God and the word of testimonies. Let us listen the word of God and the word of testimony tonight. There is a man in South Africa who called for prayer. He was having a moving scene stuck on his throat. He suffered a headache. He drank two tablets, but one of the tablets broke. He felt like there was foam on his chest every time he. Three days later, he coughed and released a small black substance. He would feel like he was running short of breath whenever he coughed. Pastor Robert prayed for him over the phone. The power of God touched him, and he started to shiver. When he checked himself after prayer, he realized that the thing that was stuck in his throat was no longer there. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our announcements are as follows. Every morning at 7 a.m., we have our morning prayer, which is followed by our midday service at 5 to 12. And then we have our evening service, which starts at half past six every night. Our midnight prayer starts at 5 to 12 and every night. And we also have our weekly prayer and Fasting, which is on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Mm-hmm. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. And to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithes and offerings, the banking details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups, on Messenger, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. Amen. Tonight we will get the word of God. From the book of Matthew, chapter 11, from verse 11, NIV. Matthew 11, from verse 11, it says, Truly I tell you, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence, and the violent people have been raging it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who was to come. To what can I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to others. We play the pie for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mount. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. Mm, Amen. Mm, mm, mm. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We'll be going straight to the word of God tonight. 
Aleluya. The word of God tonight will be coming with power. Power to heal, power to bless, power to protect, and power to solve all of our problems. As you are listening to the word of God, that word of God, it will be coming with the anointing, which is the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, when I'm sensing in the atmosphere, that anointing is so strong. It's so strong. To bless, to heal, to protect. You know, today I was at work. When I was at work, there was this other co-worker of mine complaining about certain pains. You know, I'm trying to ignore those that, that complaints that I was hearing. But the way when I continue to listen, I realize he's talking a lot about these pains that he have been suffering about for years. I say, ah, don't worry. I can you believe God, we can pray and God can heal you. That's when he said, yes, you can try. The way I'm so in pain, why, why not? Let us try. So, let me pray for you. As I pray for you, you're going to begin to feel hot now. As you feel hot, after prayer, all the pains will disappear. During prayer, you begin to feel hot. You begin to feel hot. You begin to feel hot. After prayer, the pains were gone. But he said, ah, uh, let me wait and try to feel these things. Later, I will tell you if I feel that pain again. I said, ah. The, the Bible said that if the Son set you free, you are free indeed. Indeed, later he confirmed that I am fine. Because the power of God just, it just works. The name of Jesus Christ is just powerful. There is no any other way to go about it. Anyway... We have got a job to do tonight to deliver the word of God, to, to feed ourselves on the word. As the Bible says that men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So this evening we'll be going straight to the word of God, feeding ourselves, feeding our spirit with the word of the living God. Let us go to the book of Matthew chapter Matthew chapter 11 Hallelujah Matthew chapter 11 from verse number 11 The Bible said that Truly I tell you among those who were born of women they have never risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet whoever is the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. I want you to, to understand that. The Bible says that the Bible says that among those who have been born of a woman. There have been no one ever have ever who have ever risen 
and who is greater than John the Baptist. No one. That means John the Baptist, you know, he was the greatest. Uh, he was the greatest. You know, you could say that John the Baptist was not just the greatest, he was the greatest prophet. He was the greatest prophet. Because I want to try to... Um, to help you understand who is the prophet. You know, in the Old Testament, you know, anyone who has been used by God, this person being used by God, when the Holy Spirit will come to be on them, not in them, because the Holy Spirit could not be in them before Jesus Christ came. He can only be in us, to us who are born again now. After which this happened, after salvation, after Jesus, when Jesus Christ died and resurrected from, from the dead. But before Jesus Christ came, even when some, some people in the Old Testament, when the Holy Spirit could come upon them, on them, where the Spirit come on them, God could use them. Those people, most especially anyone who the Holy Spirit used to come upon them, who were used by God. If this person was not called to be a priest, anyone, okay, who have, okay, in order to, so that we can distinguish between two categories very well, you can understand. When we talk about somebody who was a priest, in the children of Israel, you know, there was one tribe which is called the which was coming from one of the descendants from one of the children of Israel called Levi, which the descendants from Levi were called Levites. Levi's children were called, they were called Levites. Then when God, out of the 12 tribe of Israel, which were the descendants of Jacob, God said that this one tribe must be dedicated to be the priest who, even when they come back, come back from captivity from Egypt, the Bible says that God said that this one tribe, they must not be given a land. They must not be given a land. They must be their only portion of the land, it must be the temple of God. They must serve in the temple. They must not work. Their only work was to take care of the, of the presence of God. Then in the Bible, most of the time, when we find about people who have dedicated their lives to walk with God, to serve God, those were Levites, and the Bible went in Deep, deep to describe what they are supposed to do and how they are supposed to do as their service unto God. And they became priests, the Levites. Then when somebody who were called by God specifically to walk with God and was not part of the Levites, they were not going to be called a priest in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, they will be called a prophet. That means a prophet, it was somebody who was called to walk with God. And that's because this one does not fall in the, in the tribe of Levi. 
that person will be called a prophet. That is in the Old Testament. That anyone who has been used by God, doesn't matter how, if this person was not found in the, in the tribe of Levi, that person was a, was a prophet. Then in the New Testament, in the New Testament, you know, if we go to the verse, if we can go very well, can we go to the book of Acts chapter 2 to a bit talk about what we are talking about, to elaborate what we are talking about? Can you just pass through the book of, um, of Acts chapter 2? And um, let us read from verse number 16 going downwards. The Bible says that, no, this is what was spoken by prophet Joel. That in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people, and your sons and daughters will prophesy, and your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit on those days they will prophesy. Let me tell you this. In the Old Testament, God, yes, he poured a he was pouring a spirit, not to his spirit, not to everybody. He was selecting only few people whom he will give his spirit. Uh, you know, then and these people whom he will be working with, and they are not Levites, they will be called prophets. Then the prophets they will have the, spe the Spirit of God in the Old Testament. It was not everybody. Few of them who were not part of the Levites. And also Levites. Don't think that anybody could be a Levite without being anointed. Of course, you will, if you go to the book of Leviticus, you go to the book of Exodus, you realize they were anointed. Just to become pro You can't save God and you're not anointed. They were anointed. But the prophets then... God will choose these people who are not from the what? From the tribe of Levites and they were called what? Prophets. But God in the book of Joel, if you realize, you, you, you heard what you read. In the book of Joel, the Bible said that God said that in the last days, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all people. That's what it says. And all people. There won't be few prophets. There will be many people who are prophets in the New Testament. And, um, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see vision. Your old people, dream, women, will dream dreams. Then, I want you to get, I want you to get this. You know, this was been quoted by Peter. It was after the day that the Holy Ghost came in the upper room. The Bible said that the Holy Ghost came in the upper room. As the Holy Ghost came in the upper room, they began to pray in another tongues. And the people who were in the upper room did not know what they are saying. They did not know. But the Holy Spirit, as the Holy Spirit was enabling them, they were speaking in another tongues. They did not know what they were saying, but the people who were downstairs who were Jews. They could hear them clearly speaking in their own languages, praising God. 
Then some of the people, when they heard what was happening in the upper room, they begin to think that people in the upper room, they are drunk. They are full of wine. Then they were making fun of them. Then Peter, full of the Holy Spirit, he came and trying to clarify and begin to teach and say, in the last days, God said that I will pour out my spirit and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Is Peter quoting what Prophet Joel says, referring to the what? To the last days. Which one with the last days he was talking about? Was he talking about 2020, 2021? Was he talking about 1990? He was talking about that day, it just means he was saying that those days are the last days, which today when we look back on those days, it's about 2,000 years ago. It's about 2,000 years ago when Peter was saying that on that day, these are the last days. The scriptures have been fulfilled. God has said that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Then now God, you are saying, now God have sent out his spirit on all flesh. On all flesh. So that's what the Bible says that in verse number, verse number 17. I will pour out my spirit in all people. I'm sure other vision, maybe King James said that in all flesh. Then here it says that in all people. All people, not some of the people. Let me tell you this. In the New Testament, it's not like in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, not everybody was a prophet. Not everybody was having this. uh, It it was few people who they will choose on those times and they will fill them with the Spirit of God. And um, he will use them in this special way. Not in the New Testament. In the New Testament, all of Everyone who is born again, you are a prophet. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. In the the Old Testament, the Spirit of God was not being given to everybody. In the New Testament, it has been given to everybody who is receiving Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Everyone who is baptized of the Holy Spirit, you are receiving the Spirit of God. It's not like in the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, it's not just coming to be on you. It's even coming to be in you. God will help me to elaborate better and further about that. But I want to try to tell you that in the New Testament, everyone whom you is a child of God, you have got the Spirit of God. It's not like in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, not everybody not everybody in the but in the new testament all of us everyone who's the child of god that's what the bible says i will pour out my spirit in all people and your sons and daughters will prophesy that's why jesus christ when one day he asked his disciples that who do people say i am who do people say i am the bible said that they they say that uh, you are John the Baptist. Some say you are Jeremiah. Some say that uh, you are one of the prophets. And Jesus asked them, who do you say I am? And the Bible said that Peter said that, yes, you are Christ. You are the son of the living God. 
When Peter said that you are Christ, you are the son of the living God, Jesus said that this was not revealed to you, Peter, by flesh and blood, but by my father who is in heaven. And Jesus said that because you have got this mighty and wonderful revelation, then Peter said that, and to this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. And whatever you bind here on earth will be bound in heaven because you are what? You are a prophet in the New Testament. In the New Testament, whatever you, every one of us, not some of the people, even you as a child of God, Whatever you bind here on earth is bound where? In heaven. Whatever you say, it comes to pass. Why? You are filled of the Holy Spirit. You are the child of the Holy Spirit. You are the child of God. In the New Testament, not some of the people are prophets. Everyone who's born again, you are the prophets because the Bible says that your sons and daughters will do what? Will prophesy. And it goes that, say that even in my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit on those days. Verse number 18. And they will prophesy, everyone, in the New Testament. We are anointed. Hallelujah. Amen. You cannot be the child of God unless you are anointed. First of all, you become the child of God because you are what? You are anointed by Jesus with the anointing of the oh, Holy yeah. Spirit. Then, okay, this is in the New Testament. Then, you know, it's just that when we go further to the books like Corinthians, if not Ephesians, we find Apostle Paul having a deeper revelation a deeper revelation in the New Testament to elaborate in this office of a prophet. Some are pastors with the same spirit. Some are evangelists by the same spirit. Some are apostles by the same spirit. The same spirit is the category in the same office. In the Old Testament, there was nothing of such. Even Jesus Christ, you will never hear talking about apostles. He doesn't talk about apostle Jesus. He doesn't say you are the apostles. Jesus, when he talks to his disciples, he talks as he, he referred to the words prophets because by his time, the revelation that came through apostle Paul about evangelist was not there. The revelation that came through Apostle Paul about pastors, it was not there. Remember, Paul was not even a disciple of Jesus. Paul, by the time of Jesus, was not even born again. Paul was only born again after Jesus Christ had died and went to heaven. And when he was persecuting the church, that's when he were Paul, Apostle Paul, he was born again. But by the time of Jesus, nobody knew about anything about being uh, uh, about these other offices of the same office which they call prophets, about people who are anointed, filled of the Holy Spirit, being used by God in different offices. Then let me tell you this. All of these other offices, if it was the Old Testament, what they call pastors, evangelists, what, what, apostles, in the, if it was in the time of the Old Testament, then if you were, to, were trying to track what is their name, they will be called, they are 
prophets. They are the people who are filled of the Holy Spirit. And the good part, it is not only those who are being who are operating in the offices who are going to be called prophets. Like I told you, the Bible said, in all people, if it was the King James, I'm sure it was going to be saying, in all flesh, God is pouring out what? His Spirit. Uh-huh. It is the matter whether you believe it, because the things of God, that's how it works. If you believe it, it happens to you and you experience it. If you don't believe it, you push it away. But I'm trying to show you what the Bible says. That's what I'm trying to do. The Bible says that you shall know the truth and the truth shall do what? Shall set you free. Shall make you free. If you are a child of God, you are what? You are anointed. Anyway, I was saying that because of what we are trying to talk about tonight. In the book of Matthew chapter 11. Verse number 11. Truly, I tell you, among those who are born of women, they have not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. That means Jesus saying that among those who are born of women, there was nobody like John. Nobody like John. Actually, John the Baptist is one who is referred to the greatest, more, he is the greatest, greater than the greatest in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, there is Bible says, there have never been anyone who have risen who is greater than John in the Old Testament. John the Baptist is one of the great, and why is John having a great assignment? Is because of what he came to do in this world which is to prepare the way for the Lord, to prepare and to introduce, that's all, to introduce Jesus. That's why John was different. That's why John was special. That's why Jesus said, John, there have never been anybody greater than John. Where? In the Old Testament. Because of what he came to do, just to introduce Jesus, just to say that, look at the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the whole world. Just to baptize Jesus. That's why Jesus said that among those who were born of women, there have never been written anyone who is greater than John. Listen to the last portion of that verse, which is very, very much important. Yet, whoever is at least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Oh, what that verse. Yet, whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John. The Bible says that. Let me tell you this. The Bible says that um, whoever is least. What is he talking about when he's talking about whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he? What the Bible is talking about that when anyone who is born again is greater than John. If anyone who's born again is greater than John, is even greater than all those in the Old Testament. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. And the reason is that in the Old Testament, they have, there was no one who is born again. I want you to get that. In the Old Testament, no one was born again. 
even though the Spirit of God was coming to be upon them, they were not born again. The Spirit of God was coming to be on them. It is only when the Holy Spirit, in the New Testament, when you are born again, the Spirit of God is in you. Oh, you don't understand. I wish you understand what salvation is. What salvation means. The Bible says that in the book of John. Let us pass there in the book of John chapter 1 verse number 12. The Bible says that. Yet to all who did receive him and, and to those who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become the children of God. Hey, to a hey, the Bible said that to all, yet to all those who who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become the children of God. Let me tell you this. Before Jesus Christ came into this world, there was no one who was the child of God. Even John the Baptist was not the child of God. Even all of the Old Testament, they were not the children of God. They were not the children of God. Only Jesus was the child of God. Because before he was a human being, he was God. And he was conceived of a virgin mother through the Holy Spirit, the Bible says. But the Bible said, yet to all those who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become what? The children of God. Yet, you know, you believe him when you're a human being, when you're a human being, when you are not greater than John, when you are not greater than those, when you are the same, in the same standard with the people of the world. But you believe and you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Immediately, you are transformed and you become the child of God. What kind of a process is this? The child of God. I want you to get this. A dog gives birth to a dog. A cat gives birth to a cat. A lion gives birth to a lion. And God gives birth to a God. I don't know whether you get it. I don't know how you believe it. But a cat gives birth to a cat. A, a dog gives birth to a dog. And even if God is giving birth to you, you become a God. That's what the Bible said that Jesus himself said that. Don't you know that you are God? That's what the Bible said. He said that the Bible said that. And that's what the Bible said. You are God. You are, when you're born again, you are, you are being born again. To be like God. Anyway, let us read verse number 13 so that you can understand a bit what I'm talking about. Children born of natural descendant, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. When you have been born again. When you have been born again, you are not born of natural descendant. You are not born of a husband's will. But you have been born of what? Of God. You are like a real child of God. That's what is happening in that process of being born again. That's why when you are born again, you are even greater than John. Because in the Old Testament, John was not born again. Not only John was not born again. 
everyone, even many those of those who people God have used, they were not born again. That's why in the Old Testament they died. When they die, they could not even go to heaven in the Old Testament. When they die, they will go to to place called paradise, but which was not up there. It was not up there. That will be the topic of another day. But even though they were they were holy people of God, they were not born again. Abraham was not born again. Papa Abraham was not born again. David was not born again because they lived before Jesus. But us who have lived after Jesus and who have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior, we are what? We are born again. That's why you are greater than John. You are greater than John. And you are greater than those of what? Of the Old Testament. Because by this process of being born again, the Spirit of God is coming and living inside of you. And on you, and and on that other baptism, it comes to be upon you that they were having in the Old Testament. But the special one, the greater one, is when the Spirit of God is joining with your own spirit, and the Holy Spirit is living in you. And that that's what the Bible says that in the book of First Corinthians chapter three. About verse number 16, the Bible says that don't you know that you yourself, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit and God's Spirit dwelleth in you. The Spirit of God lives in you. And that's what Jesus Christ talked about one day. That whoever believes upon me, even the, the rivers of living water will flow out of their belly. Because they will have received Jesus in them. Oh, I love Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire. I love the word of God. I love the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. Some people, they think, you know, I preach this word because I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It hit me in the spirit. In Shayanga Pagati, this, this word of God. That's why I love it. I love the word of God. Is the one of the best meal I eat in the day. The best meal that I eat in the day is, is the word. As the Bible says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Wow. Then you see, the Bible says that yet, in the, even if you are the least in the kingdom, you are greater than the John. Than John. Then you, you find out. This is what John was crying, was longing for. When the Bible said that he saw Jesus and said, Jesus, I can't baptize you. Baptize me. I want to be baptized by you because he wanted to enter the kingdom, but he could not enter the kingdom. He could not be the posh part of the kingdom. He wanted the great baptizer to baptize him with what? With the Holy Ghost and fire. And that baptizer is Jesus. Which when we received him and we accept him as our Lord and our Savior, he is baptizing you and me. 
Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I can teach about these things for the whole year. The way it is so rich, the way this verse is so powerful, is so powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. Anywhere, because it's a night time tonight. Can you say, I want you to begin to pray. I want you to begin to pray wherever you are. I want you to begin to 